The Run, Lift, Mom podcast is brought to you by my efforts as a Zaya Active Independent Representative and partners, Hello Woofy for social media, Red H Nutrition, and Audible. Audible is the newest of this lineup, and if you want to try Audible free, all you've got to do is visit audibletrial.com slash runliftmom. Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, we're going to be squarely in the running and lifting category, although I've got a fantastic mom and entrepreneur here. It is Katherine Betts from Betts Fit, which is an activewear company that focuses exclusively on sports bras. I know what you're thinking, listeners. Hey, Suze, aren't you a Zaya rep? Don't you want me to buy all the grid bras? You guys, I hope you know by now that I lean on the side of sharing things that I love. Guess what? I have more than one brand in my closet, and you can too. And here's another thing. This episode is not about sports bras. If you think it is, you're missing the point. Katherine Betts is an entrepreneur. She's savvy. You're going to hear the story of her brand from the idea to prototype, to what that looks like alongside a new family. It's a fascinating story. Now, we actually recorded this segment in early March. So the first thing that you're going to hear is Catherine giving us an update on what COVID-19 has done on the business and manufacturing side for her, as well as what her day-to-day life looks like. So without further ado, Catherine Betts from Betts Fit. Hey, Susie, Catherine here with my quick update on how life has changed since the hit of COVID-19. Um, so really, honestly, as an entrepreneur, I work from home. So my day-to-day work life hasn't changed much, except for having my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter by my side. At Bet's Fit, our supply chain has been impacted pretty greatly. We source our fabric in Italy and our factory is in China. And our factory has been closed for about three months, which has pushed back our delivery date from April to July. Um, This delay in our product launch has kind of limited our revenue streams. So I've started sewing reusable masks and headbands and other accessories to keep some cash flow. And despite these challenges, we're seeing some positive trends. Consumers are looking to buy local, increasing spending in fitness gear, and clearly a lot more online shopping. Um, Personally, I'm working on getting 10,000 steps in a day. I move my workouts from our local gym to my home office. And this extra downtime has really given me time to get my ducks in a row before our baby boy arrives in July. And at the end of the day, you know, we're grateful for our health. I'm grateful for my husband's work stability as a contractor and the support I'm seeing from for small businesses. We're, you know, doing our best to stay optimistic and remember what matters most, which is the health and well-being of our community. And that's about it. All right. Welcome, Catherine Betts from Betts Fit to the Run Lift Mom podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Susie? 
very great and excited to be speaking with you. I mean, I'm talking with an inspiring entrepreneur who um, has solved her own problem in the activewear space. But Catherine, we can't start there. I want to know about your past and your personal background and how you got where you are today. Would you mind walking us through some of your background? Absolutely. That sounds great, Susie. And thanks for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here. Um, yeah. So uh, where do I begin? You know, honestly, uh, my journey as an entrepreneur and now mom has been kind of an insanely wild roller coaster ride. Um, back in 2007 is sort of when the journey began and I was working for a company called TRX. And today they um, are pretty well known. They sell suspension tra train uh, suspension training straps. Uh, oh yeah, I mean every yeah. My husband <laughs> is military, and so um, as oh, a hell yeah. he has deployed multiple times. Um, yeah, you take your TRX straps because you don't know what your gym facility is going to look like uh, in those exactly. deployments. Exactly. Yeah, and so when I was there, I met all these amazing trainers throughout the country, and um, became inspired to get back into performance training and actually through the startup world kind of became inspired to start my own business. And so uh, I was living in San Francisco at the time and I quit my corporate job and um, actually moved home and started a personal training business. And within a year, I had a full book of clients. And so I moved back to the city and uh, started doing that for about five years. And during that time, I actually um, you know, just wanted to soak up as much knowledge as I could to become the best trainer possible and started studying holistic health and neuroscience and uh, getting every certification possible um, to help my clients, you know, perform the best that they could. And uh, during that time, you know, I, it was weird. I never thought that this would be something, a path I would go down because I don't really have any sort of design background. But um, as a 34G kind of semi-pro soccer player, X Division One player, and um, then personal trainer wearing sports bras every single day, uh, realized that, and through my neuroscience education and all these different things, that uh, there was an issue with sports bras for larger busted female athletes. And they were either, you know, supportive or um, comfortable but it was very difficult to find one that I could wear all day long and actually supported me properly and didn't cause uh, severe pain in my neck and shoulders. And so as a trainer, I um, sort of stepped back a little bit and, and moved back home um, and created a bra lab in my parents' basement, bought $10,000 worth of industrial sewing machines, which was all of my savings at the time. And, uh, and started to prototype and create a better sports bra. Um, now I so, want to stop you because yeah. I've put your, you know, your beautiful face on the tile. So depending on where people are listening, they're either looking at that said beautiful face, or maybe they're going to see it on one of the social channels. I'll promote this on. I'm not going to focus on your chest, Catherine, but I, I don't <laughs> want people to miss that you said 34 G like Goodwin. Yeah. <laughs> wild, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is not a member of the itty bitty titty committee, guys. We're, we're talking <laughs> large chested women. She's blessed in the chest. I, I, I have yeah. to 
Yeah. <laughs> You've got totally. personal experience with this. All right. So yeah. um, industrial sewing machine, parents basement, you are making prototypes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and sourcing materials from all around the country, meeting with bra makers and pattern makers throughout the country, flying to New York, New Jersey, uh, pretty much anywhere and everywhere I could go to meet with experts in the field to, to try and, you know, create a better solution. Um, so it was, it was a wild, wild ride. And, uh, during that time, you know, I took a lot of leaps of faith financially, uh, personally, you know, leaving the city to live at my parents' house, uh, at around 29 years old. Um, (laughs) it was, uh, it was interesting, but I was grateful to have had the opportunity to do it. And actually during that time, I met my husband and, um, you know, fell in love. And um, ultimately, we decided to leave San Francisco, leave the Bay Area, because it was so expensive, and move to uh, where we've always dreamt of both living, which was Lake Tahoe, California. And so we did it. And we found this like tiny, cheap home to live in. And uh, during that time, got married. And then within two months of our of getting married, became pregnant with our daughter Kaylee, who's now two and a half years old. Um, and so while I was actually pregnant and living in Tahoe, um, I would drive down to the Bay Area for weeks at a time to sew the the pre-orders um, that I had I had gained from uh, customers. I was around 200 bras. And so through my entire pregnancy, I sat in a basement um, sewing up all of our, our first beta test samples. And uh, that took me close to a year. I did it until the day I delivered Kaylee. And then um, since then, have made some really exciting progress on the business. So uh, my, <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to get back to the business because I'm very cool. interested in your journey. But I have to ask if you stayed active throughout your pregnancy and if that mm-hmm. changed um, the prototype or kind of where you wanted your product to go in any way. We all know, I mean, spoiler alert for those who aren't mothers out there, because I do have some listeners who aren't yet mothers or just aren't mothers. Um, your boobs change <laughs> during oh, and yes. after pregnancy. So did that, did that change your product? Oh my God. That's such a good question. So um, it absolutely did. I, I currently have a nursing version that at some point we hope to launch with, um, but currently I'm just kind of sticking to the original one. Uh, but yeah, like it was, it was kind of crazy because I always considered myself super busty and then I became pregnant and they took on a whole new, you know, meaning of busty and, uh, heavy and, (laughs) and then ultimately extra savvy after having Kaylee in nursing. And I am actually now pregnant again and due in about three months with a baby boy. And, uh, they're kind of back to being where they were before. So, um, it is, uh, yeah, let's just say there's definitely a need for for the mamas out there. <laughs> Absolutely. And so it sounds like that's exactly who you serve with your Bets Fit sports bras. So you serve, yeah. um, you know, women, especially large busted women who are looking for something that is supportive and functional. Um, I mean, I know a lot of women have to do this custom, right? Exactly. Yeah. A lot of my customers, um, 
say that they have, you know, flown to New York City to work with a custom bra maker to create something very specific for their body. And uh, that, you know, they're super happy they don't have to do that anymore because of the cost of of travel and all the different things involved. So yeah, um, that's, that's definitely my customer base. You know, I started out as a collegiate athlete and um, was kind of an anomaly really at that time. And then, you know, being a 34 G playing collegiate soccer, like I maybe had one teammate that was also super busty and, uh, and then, um, soccer, you you guys, she wasn't a collegiate basket weaver playing (laughs) soccer. So I mean, high intensity exercise, a lot of running, jumping, stopping, change direction, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And so during that time, I'd wear about three sports bras and and that's where a lot of my pain syndromes developed too much uh, weight and pressure on my on my trapezius muscles and all sorts of different things. And so that's where the ergonomic aspect of this bra in the background in neuroscience kind of came into play. Like I really wanted to create something that was not only feeling like you have the support of wearing three bras, but um, would support you in a way that is more natural and can help with your posture instead of hurt it. And um, really proud of where we're at today. We actually have five patents for the uh, function of our bra and the design. And um, we're working with the, a factory overseas. They're, they actually started production, but um, the coronavirus has delayed things as of recently. So, you know, there's more of the wild roller coaster ride aspect of all of this, but um, an unpredictability. But uh, I also, you know, I guess like to kind of talk back to some of the um, aspects of being a mom and running this business, like, uh, it's, <clears throat> I kind of thought it was hard before having a child and then having a child just really, you know, shook things up even further. And I realized, I've always realized I can't do this alone, but it became a, a top priority for me over the last couple of years to bring on a co-founder and somebody that could take on aspects of the business that weren't really my skill set or things that I love to do. And um, so I've spent a lot of time meeting with different uh, you know, networking and meeting with different business owners, mostly female over the last couple of years. And I recently just brought on an amazing co-founder um, who will take over during my maternity leave in a couple months. The important part where you're saying <laughs> when you saw that your plate was getting too full, yeah, instead yeah. of taking on too much, you looked for a co-founder and I just want to point that out for folks listening because whether someone, you know, isn't a mom or maybe is with multiple children, I think it's something we can all relate to. Our plate gets too full. And I love Catherine, what you did is you said, Ooh, hold on. Let's look at this from the macro level. I am better served if I can delegate and share in some of this instead of trying to take on everything myself. Yeah, 100%. And it truly has been a blessing in disguise. You know, when you run a business on your own, you're constantly in your head and you're sharing things with people that have no idea what you're going through. And so to have someone in it day in, day out with me that I can work through the ups and downs of the business with has just been a complete game changer and and really brought back a level of excitement for me to the business. It was starting to feel like, why am I doing this? I started out with this purpose and now the purpose uh, doesn't, you know, the purpose was really freedom, like freedom to have a family and run my life the way I wanted. And instead my life was running me. 
And so, um, yeah, I ended up giving away even some equity to raise money. And that's also been huge. Um, and just giving me, uh, more just like reducing the financial stress and investment that I was having to constantly personally make into my business. Um, and to know that people believe enough in me to support it. And, uh, and yeah, so, um, wonderful. I I love that shared success and just that support can do uh, confidence. There's definitely something to be said for that, that confidence that can come from a community of people who believe in what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, we're really lucky to have, you know, a few hundred customers at this point that have been testing our products for, uh, anywhere from one to to three years. And, um, you know, surprisingly with this type of business, it takes a really long time to find a reliable factory that not only isn't going to run away and steal your money or your product, but deliver like a super high quality, um, you know, product in return. And so that actually took me about five and a half years, uh, to get lined up and ultimately get this product that I'm super proud of. And just a couple months ago, we submitted the down payment and they ordered all the materials to make 2,500 units. And, um, we were actually approached by a marketing agency that runs the most successful Kickstarter campaigns in the world. And they have asked us to join their team to launch one this spring with the goal of raising around, uh, selling around 10,000 sports bras. And so this next step of the business is insanely exciting for me because up until now, it's just been like, create, 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 spend, 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 (laughs) stress, stress, stress. And now I'm actually seeing my products like, you know, actually come to fruition, making hundreds of women super happy. And, um, and it's been fun even for myself at the bustiest I've ever been in my life to feel like I can run, I can do boot camps, I can do all these things without pain and discomfort. Um, so it's just constantly reassuring that I'm on the right path and, and doing, um, all the hard work was kind of worth it. I, I'm seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, which is super exciting. <laughs> they say we harvest, right? What we planted months and even sometimes ah, weeks ago, and it sounds like you're so getting into that harvest. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of wild. So I um, switch gears mm-hmm. for a second because you mentioned, okay, I'm the bustiest <laughs> that I've ever been in my life. And then also you mentioned having a background in personal training as well as relationships with personal trainers across the country. I know you've seen a lot of women in fitness, a lot of moms in fitness. May I ask, kind of switch gears and ask, what are some common mistakes? They don't have to be sports bra or activewear related. Um, What are some common mistakes that you see fit moms making? Fit moms making, yeah. So, you know, honestly, it's, it's kind of all over the board. Like, um, I guess I would say that the thing that I'm seeing the most is, is moms not really making time for themselves to do the activities that, that they love to do and that, um, we're keeping them fit in the first place. And so kind of compromising the time that they need to, to do those activities that they love. Like I also did that. I would just kind of do these workouts that didn't make me super happy instead of going and playing soccer because soccer required too much time, travel, you know, all the different things. It was like a three hour workout instead of a 30 minute. 
But these other types of workouts, you know, weren't so fulfilling for me. And I'm seeing that with so many other moms because our time is so limited. But then we're missing our, we're not fulfilling our passion anymore. We're just kind of, um, so I think it's just like sticking to the things that you know you love and absolutely prioritizing them and, and making time for them. Absolutely. I think that is wonderful advice. And as you well know, um, I'm the mom of four, including triplets. And so that's wild. Um, <laughs> as a runner, it's a little bit easier, right? To yeah. just hit the treadmill at 4 a.m. But totally to your point, making that time a priority. I mean, look, it would feel much better to hit the snooze button, but I know that that is, first of all, it fills my cup to run. And second of all, I know that that's likely the only time I'm going to have to myself during the day. And so I, that time is precious to me. Um, but again, your point, it was something I did before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing that, um, you were able to keep that up. And I'm so inspired by you triplets. Like, okay, we have to talk more about that at some point. (laughs) Well, something I wanted to ask you about. So, and I, and I'm bouncing, you know, so, um, you know, motherhood, we know, of course, staying fit, very important. Um, I'm curious as you're working with these different, um, moms now who are in your bras, you've got hundreds of customers and this is just the beginning stages. Mm -hmm. Um, what, like, conventional bras that are on the market, where are they failing bustier women? Is it in that support in their, you know, in their upper back or where are they failing women? Yeah. You know, one thing that, um, I identified personally and that I think my customers are also recognizing is that you're kind of like either in a super supportive bra that can hold you in, but as soon as your workout's over, you want to tear it off. Um, or in something you can kind of leisurely wear all day long uh, that's comfortable. But if you wanted to do jumping jacks or sprint after your child, you might be bouncing all over the place and be super uncomfortable. And so, um, you know, the market that we're really trying to serve is women that uh, are super busy on the go, trainers, moms, like any woman that's extremely active and busty and feels like their bra is either hurting them or it's not supportive enough. and uh, ours just really allows for adaptability throughout the day. So you can loosen the compression at any time. You can loosen the bottom band or the shoulder straps um, all from the front of the bra on the go. And that's just really been a game changer for me and for for all of our customers that were also feeling like they needed that benefit. I'm going to link to the, I'm going to do a link to your website in the show notes. So depending guys where you're listening, you can either click details or you can swipe up, but I'm going to get a link to this bra because people have to see it. It is adjustable in multiple places. Um, We're talking, you can adjust the band. We're talking, you can adjust like the part in front where your breasts are. This can go from grinding in the garage gym to out to lunch or you know, to work in, in theory. Um, it, and so exactly. is that really, it's supposed to be a versatile piece, like capsule wardrobers, guys, you got to look at this. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's, I mean, I, look, I'm a bit of a, um, active wear nerd, uh, as yeah. well know. <laughs> so, um, it's just very intelligent design and I want to compliment you on that. Thank you so much. It took seven years, so I <laughs> really appreciate you saying that. 
Um, tell us um, maybe one or two keys to success. Um, again, we know that you're still on your journey. You are starting to harvest some of what you planted years ago. Um, tell us, though, what, you know, the keys to success that you've had thus far. Or is there anything that has stuck out to you? Yeah, you know, I actually feel like this is kind of an easy one for me. Like, I absolutely have to love what I'm doing every day and I, and I do, and I feel like that's absolutely, that's kind of led me to stick with it and see it through. If I was hating it, I probably would have given up years ago. Um, and then the next one was like really loving who I'm doing my work with every day. And I felt like I was missing that for a while. And now I've really built this, this team that I'm so excited to chat with every day and to work through the problems with. And, and that's absolutely led to even greater success with where we are now. And then thirdly, just like making time for all the other things I love to do in life outside of work. Um, If it's all about work all the time and I'm not finding, you know, time to to do everything else that was making me happy before this, um, it just doesn't feel worth it. And I think ultimately like hurts, hurts the business. And so... Uh, I would say those three things. It is really refreshing to hear an entrepreneur say, hey, you've got to, you know, um, you've got to work to live, not live to work. Exactly. Um, You you know, you you don't find people with that balance. So kudos on that. And um, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Now, I want to take you through a few rapid fire questions, Catherine, just to kind of, um, you know, tie things up here. Um, first, I want them to be around self-talk. And then I'm just going to do a fun, a few fun just gimmies that are unrelated to self-talk or activewear or anything else. So Sounds great. what does your self-talk sound like during a tough workout? Yeah, well, it's kind of wild. My, my, Self-talk has changed drastically over the years after studying nutrition and wellness and all these different things. I would say that I'm constantly reminding myself to think positively and and not so hardcore like it used to be, go harder, go faster, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And now it's more like work smarter than harder. So everything's about breathing and balance and posture and then and then when I'm feeling good and that workout's like, I'm in my zone, then it's like, now you can go hard. Like, just make sure everything's where it needs to be and then and then push it instead of just this constant push, push, push mentality. I bet um, that is, and I want people to hear this in the lens of you were a division one collegiate soccer, soccer player. That's, yeah. um, that's a very rare <laughs> mentality uh, from someone who was involved in such an intense sport. Exactly. Yeah. And that's because I came from, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing and ending up uh, breaking, compounding my arm twice and, um, you know, injury after injury. And then uh, just realizing that that mentality wasn't serving me. Um, and so I do I do like this new motto of, of work smarter than harder. It's serving me well in my life. <laughs> My listeners have heard me say a million times, and here's another opportunity, consistency, then intensity, consistency, then intensity. So that can be really helpful in fitness and in motherhood. So I have to ask, Mm -hmm. motherhood, do you have any type of self-talk when you're frustrated? 
Yeah. You know, initially it was, it was all quite negative. <laughs> and then I had to learn that, um, you know, as you are a mother, the longer you are a mother, the more you realize that there's just going to constantly be things that come up that are out of your control. And, um, so my self-talk is always like, where's your energy at? Like, how are you responding to your daughter right now? Is this something you feel proud of at the end of the day? Um, and so I just, I try not to react and instead take a breath, recenter myself and then, um, and remind myself that anytime that something's not going, you know, perfectly, that's an opportunity to, to teach my daughter something if I respond in a, in a good way. And ever since I started doing that, like motherhood's gotten a lot easier. Um, my daughter was super colicky for until about nine or 10 months. So she just cried 24 seven and it wore me out. And I felt like my patience level like went completely away. And then as she came out of that, it was, it was much easier to kind of, uh, manage things with her. <laughs> I love that, that mindset of, okay, as I'm disciplining, this is a learning opportunity. So showing just showing her how to respond to things. Um, exactly. Great, great point. All right. We're going to do a couple of fun things and then I'm going to send you out here. Cool. Um, let's do, um, so this is a this or that rapid fire style. I'm just going to throw two things out at you and you tell me your preference. The first that comes to mind. The first oh. I'm going to ask about is stripes or leopard print. Stripes. How about For sure. or mountains? Mountains. How about Kindle or physical book? Physical book. I, I have to stop you and ask why in this age of technology. I mean, you're, you've got a great online presence. Why do you say physical book? It's so funny. It literally just comes down to holding it <laughs> for me <laughs> and uh, the brightness of like uh, my like reading from a, a pod or whatever. I just, I like books. I don't know why. <laughs> it's the holding books. and the yeah. You're my people, Catherine. Um, <laughs> and then finally, blush pink or hot pink? Oh, blush pink for sure. For Wonderful. <laughs> now, um, I want to close it out by asking, what advice would you give to your younger self? And you can go back as far young as you would like to on this one. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah. So, you know, I've always been insanely hard on myself when it came to like performing in sports and doing well in school and having as many, you know, amazing friends as possible, which all those things I think are really important. But for me, it ended up taking quite a toll on my health as a kid. And I ended up developing autoimmune conditions, uh, celiac disease, Hashimoto's disease, and um, some other, you know, not so great things. And so I feel like it's just um, it's okay to want to achieve, but just constantly being mindful of, of our body and where, where we're at physically, um, I think is important. A lot of kids aren't aware of those things. And luckily today there's a lot more education and, and kids are starting doing yoga and meditating a lot younger. Like I didn't do any of that. And so the advice would be, you know, take it easy on yourself and, and always tune into your body. I think that's fantastic advice for any age. Um, yeah, right. Hopefully we're all right um, in it for health and longevity. That is part of 
fitness and being well, and even if you're a bustier gal, <laughs> um, being able to do the things that you love. Catherine, thank you so much for coming on Run Lift Mom. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're so lovely. <laughs> I'm going to put your uh, details in the show notes, but where can folks find you like on social media or online? Yeah, sure. So we have an Instagram page. Uh, our, my company name is BetsFit, B-E-T-T-S-F-I-T. And then same on Facebook. And that is also our website URL, BetsFit.com. So they can find me in any of those, any of those spots. Awesome. Thank you so much, Catherine. Yeah, thank you, Susie. Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much, Catherine Betts from Betts Fit for coming on to tell us your personal story about being an entrepreneur and what your business looks like. You guys, there were so many great takeaways in there and you don't have to be a business owner to appreciate them. Catherine, I appreciate it so much. Audience, I will keep you updated on when the Betts Fit launch happens. We just don't know when that's going to be right now, but we know this is a woman to keep our eye on. My bets are on her and I'm really, really excited. Until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8 and this has been the Run Lift Mom Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Run Lift Mom podcast. This began as a passion project in February 2019, and now, you guys, it is legit my favorite thing to do each week. Record with the guests that come on Run Lift Mom and then share their knowledge and expertise with you. I love this. I have done a lot of things right with this show. The thing that I've done wrong, I haven't asked you to rate, review, and subscribe enough. You guys, this is how other people find the show. So please do me a solid rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for being a listener of Run Lift Mom. Hey, Run Lift Mom listeners. If you are here for business or entrepreneur type topics, I want to let you know I have a new show. It's called Serve Then Sell, and it's available on 10 different channels, including Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. The idea here is not to just lump in the business topics with running, lifting, and momming. I want to create more of a separation. I hope you will come hang out with me over there. Again, the name of the show is called Serve Then Sell. Enter that into any search box and you're going to see it come right up. We'll be running, lifting, and momming over here. I hope you'll still hang out. Check in over there if it will be a blessing for you.